Welcome to the JR Show podcast. I am JR. By golly, do I have a good one for you today. I call him the Godfather because uh, he's just the the OG. He was on a poster on my bedroom wall as DC Talk when I was growing up, and it's always great to get a chance to chat with Toby Mack. We're going to get into talking about Jamaica, talking about the music. Let's get after it. Today's episode of the JR Show podcast, Toby Mack. Ladies and gentlemen, will you please welcome today's guest the godfather mr toby mack how are the you OG. sir the og <laughs> the legend um thank you for taking a moment i always appreciate it yes sir and i want to start this interview by saying thank you very much for making i would say a highlight of 2021 for me is getting to meet my favorite comedian nate bargazzi which you oh by the way i went through two guys to get to nate you and my pastor who's the pastor of one of the biggest churches in the state of florida bayside he said, I'll re- he grew up with Nate Bargatze's brother, and so you beat him to get me to <laughs> Nate. It, real quick, um, but I do have, um, I have some, next time you're in Florida, I have people who want to take you golfing. Let's do it. Um, the pastor of Bayside okay. is wants to take you, so I guess I have to say that. Well, I like Nate. Nate's, Nate, yeah. Nate and I play golf together. Uh, I've told him a few jokes, and he didn't laugh. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, you want to try this out? I had the guts to tell him some jokes. I really did. It was so bad. I'm like, look, I'm going to tell you something, Doc. You might throw him in the show. (laughs) My wife laughed at this over dinner the other night. I want to pitch this to you for your next special. And those guys, you know guys like that have got to go, yeah, go ahead and tell me. But you know it's being, it's like a song idea. I got the song idea for you. Thanks, man. I'll file that away. He had nowhere to go. (laughs) Me and him, golf bags walking down the fairway. He had to listen. Yeah. So who beats who in golf? I don't, we haven't really played against each other. We played matches, so we played two on two. I think it's. I mean, he's beat me with his partner. I beat him. Like, yeah. So I mean, I think it's. I think it's pretty close. Okay. I think it's pretty close. Nate. Yeah. Nate likes to mess with his swing all the time. I'm. Yeah. I kind of keep it standard. Right. Um, we're gonna before we get into anything else, I want to give you uh, the green screen behind us. All the artists um, get the opportunity to choose the background. So when we go to share some of these clips on socials. You know, Mike Weaver, Big Daddy Weave, has the Egyptian pyramids behind him, which didn't work out quite well because he was discussing something that had me in tears, and there was a camel right over my <laughs> shoulder chomping. So it doesn't always work out. But uh, we gave you a whole list. What would you like to go with in a, as a background? I liked uh, recess. Oh, there you go. Like school recess. I'm, I mean, you know, that was the greatest moment of any school year. I have a memory. This is the problem with having doing so many interviews with so many of our artists. I remember the girl's name that you kissed in first grade before you took her to McDonald's. Um, you don't remember anything because <laughs> none of that's true. It definitely, if I kissed a girl in first grade, I need to be beat up. You said that too. You said that. And to anybody listening, I probably should have been beat up for doing this. But you took a girl on a date to McDonald's um just outside of the school you went to and i don't know if it's first grade but elementary school lulu maru yes that's who it was <laughs> i knew it was an odd that name was seventh grade seventh grade <laughs> okay all you first graders keep it together yeah yeah wait till seven um 
yeah so i have all these random facts about artists that stay in my head and so i knew the girl you yeah yeah i was hanging i loved recess man i would just hang and talk i i loved being social yeah i just loved hanging out with people talking let me change the screen here bang there we go all right so we got uh look at kids just being kids there's no phones back here no No ipads no shooting hoops and yeah rubber kickballs that's right (laughs) (laughs) um let's go we've got new music to talk about toby's got a new album coming very soon promised land is on that we're gonna play promised land actually we're gonna get to a story there's a pretty cool story about promised land here in just a little bit um but i just want to i just want to start Usually it's like I got a whole list of things that we dive into questions. I want to start this interview, whatever you want to like, what is what is something that uh, I want to give you the floor here in this first interview. Um, If you want to talk about what's what's something big in your world lately besides golf, uh, touring, family, you know, uh, just new seasons of life to talk to our audience about that you've been into lately. Yeah. uh, Unscripted. Yeah. I mean. I'm working, you know, I made, did a bunch of makeup shows last year, um, you know, got them all finished, like makeup shows from COVID, um, a theater tour, makeup shows, uh, from when my son Truett passed. Um, so it's been, you know, it's been really emotional the last two years, you know, we've looked at pain right in the eyes and have f- have found our king to be the real king. Um, I'm in the studio right now trying to write songs. At first, every song I wrote was really hard and and really down. Um, and but God's God's bringing me around. I'm, he's showing me the promise. He's showing me the the beauty yeah. in life uh, and the promise of the future. Uh, even heaven, uh, and, yeah. and looking forward to that moment of reunion. Yeah. So there's there's songs to be written about all those things. Mm-hmm. You know, the good, the bad, and the ugly of life, the beautiful things. I try to stay right there. I'm so. Uh, it's been cool. I mean, I know every artist loves their latest stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, I know how that works, but I do really love it because it's from a deeper, harder in some ways place, but it's also in a in a beautiful redemptive place where God has been in my deepest place, all that he promised he'd be. I will say this about my last year, 2021 is I think the summary and the theme, I had a very difficult year that nothing to do with COVID last year, just life stuff. And something you said to me last year, I've been quoting to just about anybody that I've been talking to about difficulties I've gone through. I said, my friend Toby Max said this to me this past year, after he lost his son and they had to walk through that, he said, I've been, a, I knew I was a Christian for so many years, but until you go through heartache, you, you no longer decide, you, you're not deciding you're a Christian. You have no other choice but to hang on to the cloak of God. Mm. And so I've been sharing that with my audience this year. After I heard you say that, I'm like, that is so true because addiction stuff that I've gone through, um, I've only trauma and hard times have made me realize what you said was true, mm-hmm. that I'm now holding on to the cloak of God for dear life. And I never used to do that through right. 44 years of being a believer. I never had. Same. And so like. It was too easy almost. Yeah. And so I don't want to say we want trauma. We don't want heartache. But when you go through it, 
there's a blessing there of you finally get to see your make the presence of your maker. Yeah. And I read this yesterday and I did it with home church with my kids. I just woke up and read this and I said, that's it. It's uh, out of the message, Luke. And if you don't like the message, sorry, just <laughs> deal with this. <laughs> uh, Luke 620 says, you're blessed when you've lost it all. God's kingdom is there for the finding. And then it goes on to say, but it's trouble ahead if you think you have it made because what you have is all you'll ever get. Mm. That's great. God's kingdom is there for the finding when you've lost it all. Yeah, that's great. There is new music from Toby coming soon. EP, maybe? Do no we know that? Full, full album. Record, record, baby, album. <laughs> I don't care what you call it. It's coming out on vinyl too, so I can call it an album and a record. <laughs> Okay. Uh, Promised Land will be on there. And I want to go into Promised Land right here because I know you took an amazing trip last year to Africa. But it's a story that happened around a campfire uh, with your father-in-law. Your wife was there. And was it your guide? That- yeah, the, the guy that took us to Africa. So how was- did it all play out with Promised Land and that campfire? Well, the song, I was just writing it with Adam, AG, my yeah. friend, who you saw yesterday. Yeah. Uh, and we were around a campfire and... This guy had sort of kind of flirted with God through his life, been back and forth, um, but was troubled. You know, he, he's, he's from Africa, and he was a little troubled with the American church um, and what he saw in it, you know. Uh, and I don't know, he just we kept talking to him, and just the way we looked at things, the way we sort of saw God in everything, these mm-hmm. animals, this this beautiful landscape, you know, uh, each other, um, the African people. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we were sitting around a campfire on the couple nights before we left. And Amanda's like, sing promised land. I'm like, Oh, <laughs> I'm not a singer. I'm yeah, a rapper. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm like, Oh, I, I mean, it, there's no instrument. There's no, nothing. Yeah. We're sitting around a campfire. Anyway, give me a I, click track. Yeah. There, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I sang it and, um, you know, after I sang this song, uh, my father-in-law, who's an unbelievable man from Jamaica, a godly man that is just alive in the king like no one I've ever met before in my life, mm-hmm. uh, just says to him, you know, I asked God into my heart in my office by myself when I was 38 years old. He said, this is your office. Mm. And we're sitting out in the African plains. He goes... Would you like to ask God in your heart? He said, yeah, I do. Yeah. And he said the sinner's prayer and asked God to come to his heart, asked Jesus to come to his heart. And uh, it was amazing. We were all weeping. (laughs) It was cool, but it was just, uh, yeah. So that song is precious to me, if nothing else, for that moment. Yeah. New album is coming very soon, obviously. Uh, right when it comes out, we'll be all over it, playing your tracks. I want to ask you this one, Toby. Uh, you, Your children are half Jamaican, um, and I always talk about this every Christmas because I play the heck out of your Christmas. Uh, Mary's Boy Child, Christmas right, right. this year, Bring on the Holidays. I like all the stuff you did with Al City, we play a ton of it. And so every time I talk about it, I'm like, his kids don't realize that spending Christmas in Jamaica is not normal. <laughs> you kids are, you They've know. They've never not been there for Christmas. Yeah. They don't know Christmas other than that. Right. Yeah. Like my son, my son, his whole life, 
I would always have a radio conference around his birthday because that's when the radio conference <laughs> fell. So his birthday was always at the Disney Yacht Club in Orlando every year. And I'm like, he's going to think that this your birthday party is always at a Disney Yacht Club. It's just every so year. So I had to break that. Automatic. <laughs> and I, of all things, at the Yacht Club. Yeah, right. Like, right. <laughs> which dad would never be able to pay for us to go to, but he thinks that's normal. But I bring this up to say my son and I are leading a, um, uh, we've become friends with a family from Manchester in Jamaica from a previous soccer team he was on and we bonded over the Premier League. And so the other, like a few months ago, they were like, hey, can we bring Boston with us? We go back to Jamaica every year to bring new cleats to these kids that play soccer barefoot in the streets. We'd love to bring Boston with us to be, hang out with our son. And I was like, that sounds great, but. I would like to chaperone this. <laughs> and so it's now become this thing that we're we're going to go run a small, it's not some big production, it's a small soccer camp. And we're going to try to go every year to run the soccer camp in Manchester, Jamaica, bring wow. bring boots to kids. So my question to you would be, uh, <laughs> what tips can you tell me about going to Jamaica that will help me enjoy my time? Yeah. How can I fit in? Yeah. I will have a guy. Don't I'll wear be... the, the hat with the fake dreadlock. <laughs> <laughs> My Rasta hat. Yeah. Leave uh, that on the plane, okay? Yeah, I mean, I, you know, I think Jamaicans are amazing people. They're, like a lot of third world countries, they're just, they, they have a very positive outlook. They're super, in general, joyful people, mm. thankful people, even though a lot of them have... A lot of people there have a very, very hard life. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think just, just respect, man. Mm-hmm. Just, just be kind, and you know, say you can also say res- respect, man. Respect, man. Respect, man. My, my, uh, one <laughs> if you say that, then they'll know you're respecting respect, them. Respect, you know? <laughs> uh, One of the members of this show, Steve the Mechanic, grew up in um, Antigua as a missionary kid, so he's taught me a little bit of the. I re, you know, but I don't do, what is it? What's the phrase I always go to? But I don't, uh, which one do you want? It comes up on the air. Everyone. Don't drink the, the water. What do you know about that? The, co- <laughs> the coconut water. Uh, no, not water. Yeah. Water. 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 Drink from the, drink yeah, from the pipe. Drink from the pipe. Drink from their, the pipe. Their, their water is literally... <laughs> It's called W A T A on the on the label. Wata. Wata. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I'll be walking around going, You guys know Toby Mac? Is he coming? Don't drop my name. No, Joe. no, don't drop my name. <laughs> drop my father in law's name. Oh I, what is it? Uh, Robert Levy. Robert Levy. Uh CEO or not not now he's the chairman of the board of Jamaica Broilers. Pretty much best dressed chicken. Any chicken in Jamaica he's putting out. Okay. So it's like uh it's they all know him and they know him from these ads too. I've tried to become like him in since I heard you describe uh, the way Christmas dinner here. Everything is the greatest. This is the greatest yeah, meal. Yeah. My family is the greatest family. We live in the most beautiful country in all the world. Like <laughs> everything is great. Everything yeah. is perfect. Every wherever he is, it's the best. Yeah, and he and he, he means it like with his sincere heart. Right. And his favorite scripture. And I wrote a. I did a little song for him for his 80th birthday. Is uh, uh, God where David says God has set my boundaries in pleasant places, huh. and he uh, so I wrote a little song for him and sent it to him just for his birthday. But but that's what a great outlook. Uh, yeah, God has set my boundary. God, thank you for setting my boundaries 
in in beautiful places like in that's great yeah let's go with i've never asked you and this is good for me after so many interviews with you it's hard for me having been on your tour bus for weeks at a time because you get spoiled being with an artist like you're around each other a lot so when it comes to you know, there's some people that have just discovered faith music and they don't know DC Talk. They don't know all your number ones. So I have to reinvent, you know, right. to try to take them places. If all they know is help us on the way or promised land, they got to go to a new place. So it's there's hard. a lot of them to go to. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I've never asked you this. Um, what what was a perk of one of your parents' jobs growing up? My dad worked in a grocery store for 40 years, hated it change the price tags but at night i got to walk around in a grocery store by myself running the aisles you know i guess pks would have access to the whole church right so one of your parents if there's a thought like um like mike weaver big daddy weaves like my parents worked in the you know in the alabama state for the government but there was an arby's right across the street and that's where he (laughs) discovered the sausage biscuit so that was a perk that came from going to my so my dad was a realtor in the dc area when it was when fairfax county was going crazy um it's i have an interesting childhood for this reason you know when i was born we lived in an apartment in arlington and then when i was five they my dad made a little more money and we moved to a duplex in Arlington on Arlington Boulevard. Yeah. And then he moved to a townhouse. And then we moved to a suburban middle class home. Then we moved to a bigger home. So my dad was just kind of like his whole career, he was doing better and better. Right. And he was a, you know, a, a West Virginia coal miner's son. Mm. So it was just interesting. And it, it, when you go back, it's so my dad met my mom in West Virginia. My mom went to like this college for a weekend. And my dad was like, a senior just graduated. He's like, nah, I'm taking you with me. So he he married her and they took off for DC and my dad just flourished. Like he just flourished. I mean, he was like, I'm not going to be a coal miner. Right. Uh, And it's interesting to, to, to watch my dad grow. But the most interesting part about his job was it wasn't interesting to go to his work. I would go to his work sometimes uh, when he was showing you know, clients' houses, not much. Right. But the most interesting thing is my dad loved sports, and he was a really good athlete. Um, so he always had his his real estate company is called White House Realty, and he always had a softball team for like fifteen years. Like, so I would I was always the bat boy, huh. and he would always had access to gym, so we always would play basketball. So him and his friends would be playing, yeah. and I'd be playing. You know, me and my friends, I can invite all my buddies and play. Yeah. So I, I think it was that more than anything. He. He, t- he always organized rec sports teams, and sometimes on it, they would go to, like, the World Softball Tournament. It was right. pretty serious. Huh. But for me, I just got to be around sports. So, like, the whole music thing for me was, like, I thought music was soft. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I'm, I grew up in sports. I'm like, this is – so I, I always look at music and shows from, like, an, Kevin always says, Toby looks at – shows like it's an athletic event i'm right. like i kind of do like you're <laughs> Until right you heard the sugar hill gang then it all changed <laughs> it all changed <laughs> <laughs> i had somebody one of my other guests this year was an old school like and uh it was chris mcclarney and he's like are you old school to me? and like i'm like does this help <laughs> and he's like okay <laughs> cold right before the king with the sting of my voice <laughs> oh wait hold on i gotta flip the cassette over <laughs> yeah, exactly <laughs> You know he's doing it. <laughs> That's so good. Okay, one more. Um, the oh, let's just go. This feels like a Christian radio one-on-one question, but there's something about 
you know, my artists talking about the word of God that I think, and we touched on it a bit earlier, but I don't want to put you on the spot with this without giving you some heads up on it. But, um, you version Bible app always at the end of the year, they put out their most search for, you know, billions of downloads of the U version Bible app, but here's the most search for scripture of the year. And they always yeah. come out with that. So this past year, 2021, it was Matthew six thirty three. God takes care of the lilies of the field. How much more will he take care of you? That was the most search for. So I always love asking somebody last year, 2021, can you think of one? Like I can tell you right now what it was. I heard a Louis Giglio talk that, wrecked me and I've read the Bible through, but for some reason Habakkuk three never resonated until Louis was breaking it down about even if the even if the grapevines produce no grapes, even if there's no cattle in the pens, I will still trust in the name of and I was like, wow, you know, put it on my body to remember forever. That was my one for the year that was like, even if everything falls apart, I will trust in the name of what was it maybe for you from last year that you can think of? Yeah. I mean, I can take time. Yeah, I might take time, but I've been kind of just meditating and I'm not a meditator. I don't say that in a weird way, but I've just been really enjoying uh, the Sermon on the Mount in Luke. Uh, That's where that verse I read you earlier comes from. But it's just so the long story is I took my wife and I took a trip to Israel about two years ago. Mm. and I'd never been to Israel. And, uh, you know, everybody says it's a life-changing thing, and it was. And Tate went, Tate went yeah. in our group, and that was, a, that was so fun to be with him for a couple of weeks. Mm. Like, it was just so fun. I missed him. Yeah. I missed I see him. We talk. We text. But just to be with him day in and day out was so fun. Mm-hmm. My wife's like, she tells my kids, she's like, guys, I just want to tell you this. You have to remember this. Michael Tate's coming to dinner tonight. There's only one person in the world that when he comes over, your dad stops focusing on me. <laughs> he focuses on him. He's, like, he's, like, he's the only person in the world where your dad is like, what else, Tate? What else, Tate? Tell me something else. It's like, she, like, she sets him up and prepares yeah. him for the dinner. Um, anyway, uh, so we're there, and we walk this guy blindsided us. We walk up the hill, this guy that was our guide, and he starts just going into the, he's talking about what happened here, da, 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 da. And then he just eases in to the Sermon on the Mount by memory. Hmm. Like it's really long. Yeah. And just lays it out there. And I, I was just, I was just stunned like by what it was saying. In picturing Jesus there saying that right. to those people and picture and then looking at where we are in culture and in contrasting where we are today versus what that's saying we are to be. Right. This is not a bash of the church thing at all. This is like me. Like I'm not the man I need to be because I'm not that. Mm. Yeah. And it hit me hard, man. And it just seems like we chase empire. Yeah. We chase things. We capitalism has us. I'm not going to rant and rave. Yeah. It just has us conditioned to go after success. I definitely do that. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with that. But what is your Lord like? Yeah. Anyway, I'm not going to rant. And no, rave. that's I'm no good. Preacher. It's just. That's good. It just. If you read the Sermon on the Mount and you compare it to where we are, mm-hmm. I think it would be a wake up call. Yeah. Jeez. 
Yeah, that's great. I, I want to go. So like everybody's got stories like yeah. that. I was standing here right. and I can pick like I can go to Boston right now and go right where the massacre site is because they haven't changed it. It's like five people, four people died right here on this step and you can go, OK, they haven't touched it. So I can see what they saw and it can history can take your breath away. Yeah. But that's the Boston massacre to go to places in scripture to see what Jesus saw. This is not changed right here. Yep. It'll. Yeah. Yeah, I would say that the verse I've been just really enjoying, and I've, I keep reading it. My kids are like tired of it. Like we get it, Dad. <laughs> uh, but it's uh, Psalm in Psalm nine. It says, "God's a safe house for the battered, huh. a sanctuary during bad times. The moment you arrive, the moment you arrive, you relax. You're never sorry you knocked. Hmm. You are never sorry you knocked on God's door. That's great." All right, I'm going to have to bookmark that. New music from Toby Mac coming soon. We'll obviously um, be, be all over that, letting everybody know where they can pick it up as you just continue to keep on going. The, the age, the Dick Clark. Oh, that's an old reference. <laughs> the ageless one. But, uh, but the quality is still the Toby quality. So much love. Always appreciate the time, my friend. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. Always love to sit down with Toby Mac, the Godfather. Always appreciate his heart. The words that he says stick with me. And that's uh, that's great for me as an interviewer to be impacted by something one of my guests says. Hopefully it impacted you as well. Next week, you won't want to miss it. The most sung artist on the planet, not Elvis, is Chris Tomlin. Hit subscribe now. You'll be alerted when it's up. Uh, don't forget to, you can follow us on Instagram. Always appreciate that five-star review. And yeah, don't forget to hit uh, subscribe. You'll be alerted when uh, the Chris Tomlin chat and future chats get released. Thanks as always for listening. We'll talk to you next time right here on the JR Show podcast. Peace.